So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. And I have finally found the book that I'm willing to go through. It is Evolutionary Psychology 6th edition. <laughs> Quite unnecessary information, but it is the 6th info, not 6th information, but edition. And it was released in 2019 and it is having 496 pages. Um, I'm just then going to show you the page where I'm reading this right now. But um, yeah, we're going to go through the summary of it. And I really am looking forward to that since. Um, psychology is first of all something that a lot of people are interested in also me I really am interested in that to I think it just comes from a place of uh, hopefully being able to understand oneself a little tiny bit better but also just being able to uh, deal with human beings in a better way because it apparently seems to be one of the things and I'm very sorry for looking under the window but I'm just really trying to see whether it is raining or not I think it kind of is but like only just really lightly and I hope that I'm going to be able to just get a little bit outside, you know, because I don't know if you know that, but I kind of really get, I don't want to say depressed, but it's not that, or because it's not that, but I really tr tend to not feel good if I'm just not able to do something uh, different from time to time. But anyway, um, yeah, let's see you after the intro. As always. And I'm really looking forward to going through this episode. And I, in this episode, I, I try to not shout right like a fucking dumbass. I'm, I'm really trying to, to speak in a normal uh, volume because I think that this is my problem that I'm having with actually feeling, f feeling bad after recording, you know, because I'm shouting around, I'm so hyperactive, I'm so whatever. Um, and I maybe should be just, um, yeah, dealing with that in a different way. And I also hope that my microphone is not way too up because you can't even fucking see me um but yeah anyway uh before i'm even going through the episode there's a few things that i'm willing to talk about um the first thing is the links to the podcast and also to the youtube channel should be down in the description so um whether you're already in the podcast or not please check out the description it is something that's quite important and it is always just making things better for you then the notes um i'm gonna highlight certain things while i'm going through this episode and while i'm going through this book summary and these things are then going to be in this quote-unquote summary of everything that i think is important and of everything that i went through so um and you can download that for free and do whatever with it for free and this is amazing and it is fine and whatnot the last thing is a personalization thing so if you want to have some background music then just please do that with the third link in the description but yeah i just really want to go through this right now i really want to talk about this but i have a feeling that it is just it's just getting dark and dark and it is not something that i appreciate since it means i at least think that it is gonna rain even more but i might also be wrong there you know since it's only clouds but i really hope that it's not gonna be the case you know i, I really like if it is light rain i don't give too much of a fuck even though i don't like that because I always think that I'm getting ill and shit, even though it's not the case. But anyway, so Evolutionary Psychology, 6th edition and, and whatnot. I've already read that, but I'm going to highlight it anyway. In Evolutionary Psychology, David Bass provides a thorough overview of evolu evolutionary psychology. Bass distills thousands of researchers and experiments to provide the readers with the quickest possible way to understand who we are and why we are the way we are. The summary about the author. Um, I, this kind of thing pisses me off. Oh, and it's gone. 
about <laughs> about the author. David Buss is an evolutionary psychologist and researcher currently teaching at the University of Texas. He is a, a well-known and respected voice in evolutionary psychology, authored and performed an incredibly amount of field research and has written several books, including The, Evolu the Evolution of Desire. Then we're having some milestones of human evolution, which is actually quite of a long list. And also, um, just to let you know, the summary is also kind of long, so I'm going to stick to that for quite some time, I guess. Uh, but I think this is fine, since it really is something that I'm quite interested in, and also hope that somebody else is interested in that as well. So uh, stay tuned, you know, and maybe even subscribe, so that you're not going to miss out on any new information. But you could also just go to the article and read it on your own, and go through it on your own. Um, that's also fine. It really pisses me off. <laughs> kind of, it really kind of pisses me off. You know, I really do want to get out then, but I have to record this right now. Well, so the milestones of human evolution. 15 billion years ago, BYA, is it Baya? The Big Bang. 4.7 billion years ago, oh, billion years ago, um, Earth forms. 3.7 billion years ago, first life emerges. 1.2, sexual reproduction evolves. 400 to, uh, 500 to 450 million years ago, um, first vertebrates, whatever vertebrates actually are. An animal of a large group distinguished by the profession of a backbone or spine column. Mm, I see. 365 million years ago, fish evolve lungs and walk on land. Which actually sounds so fucking stupid, to be honest. Like, I mean, I would really like to have some sort of a machine that is just making these pictures that I'm having in my fucking mind. I, I, like, as drawings, because I mean, I could draw it. I could, but it's like, I don't know, it takes some time. Yeah. 200 and 248 to 208 million years ago, first small mammals and dinosaurs evolve. 208 to 65 million years ago, large dinosaurs flourish. Then uh, placental mammals evolve. First prima uh, primates evolve. Dinosaurs go extinct 65 million years ago. Uh, mammals then increase in size and diversity. First apes evolve. Common ancestors of humans and African apes evolve. First primate with B pedal locomotion, RD whatever. Three million years ago, the Australopithecus evolved in savannas of Africa. 2.5 million years ago, early stone tools develop. Olduvan found in Ethiopia and Kenya, linked with Homo habilis. Homides or Homides, Homo erectus, Homo erectus, you know, um, Homo erectus or Homo erectus. However, this actually pronounced, I don't fucking know. Spread beyond Africa to Asia, first major migration. Then 1.6 million years ago, fire evidence, likely hearths, 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 hearths? What does that mean? The floor of a fireplace, a cheerful fire burning in the hearth, linked with African Homo erectus. 1.5 million years ago, invention of Achillean hand axe, linked with Homo ergaster. 1.2 million years ago, brain expansion, homo line begins, hominids spread to Europe, thousands, 800,000 years ago, crude stone tool kit used found in Spain linked with homo antisirosaur, 600 to 400,000 years ago, uh, long crafted wooden spats linked with homo uh, heidelberg, <laughs> uh, the funny thing is, homo heidelbergian, heidelbergensis, or, or Heilburgensis, however it is pronounced, 
um, Heidelberg, found in Germany. Well, 500 to 100,000 years ago, period of most rapid brain, brain, brain expansion, brain expansion, uh, 200 to 30,000 years ago, Neanderthals flourished in Europe and Western Asia. Then common ancestors for all modern humans, Africa evolved, exodus from Africa, second major immigration out of Africa, creative explosion, explosion of diverse stone tools, bone tools, blade tools, well-designed fireplaces, elaborate art, increased population density, mainly among Homo sapiens, rarely among Neanderthals. Uh, 40 to 35,000 years ago, Homo sapiens, crow magnans arrived in Europe, uh, Neanderthals go extinct in 30 thousand years ago and 27,000 years ago present homo sapiens colonized entire planet all other hominid species are now extinct which is quite of an interesting thing as you think about it or if you think about it even though we are at this point in time all coming from one place which is the um homo erectus uh, homo sapiens i'm sorry homo sapiens um there have been other kinds of human beings outside them, you know, for example, the Neanderthaler or Neanderthal, or however it is pronounced, I don't know, uh, which is quite of an interesting thing if you think about it, you know. So what happens to other hominidis? Up until 100,000 years ago, there still were three hominidis on Earth. First of all, the Homo sapiens in Africa, the Homo neanderthalensis in Europe and the Homo erectus in Asia. What happened to the Neanderthals and Erectus is still up to debate with two main theories. Multi-regional continuity theory, MRC, and out-of-Africa theory, <laughs> OOA. Modern humans evolved in Africa, then migrated all over the world and replaced the other hominidis. The archaeolo archaeological and genetical evidence supports the AAO theory, and it is, I think, also the one that you're probably hearing the most. It's now raining more. Fuck you, motherfucker. I guess at least. You know, it looked, yeah, it is. I hate that. <laughs> oh my god. Like, it is It is actually, like, yesterday, it's been the nicest fucking weather. Really fucking nice. It's, it's not been that warm. It's not as warm as today, actually, which is also one of the reasons why I was really looking forward to going outside today, because it's not that warm, and I want to ride my bike. And if it is just really fucking cold, then it is not that enjoyable. But on the other hand, it is better than when it is raining you know because i could just wear a hundred layers of clothing and and yeah but i've actually forgotten about just doing this and this so that you're why is this motherfucker stuck um i'm actually very sorry i hope that it's been f ah you motherfucking whore fuck um um so here it is I'm very sorry. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Um, because I've actually opened another window. Because um, because of reasons. Because the other window is full of fucking taps. And it pissed me off a tiny bit. So yeah, here it is. I, I've read it. And, 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 and yeah, here it is. I'm very sorry. But yeah, let's move on. What happened to other hominidis? I'm also gonna highlight this one. I don't actually want to highlight the whole one. But I kind of have a feeling that I'm, that I'm gonna. But... So what caused us to become smart? There are many theories as to what caused our major feature, which is the brain size. Some of the theories link our brain expansion to tool making and use, uh, social challenges and social competition, cooperative large game hunting, complex communication. Buzz says that all of them might have played a role. 
My note, how about sexual selection? I was surprised David Buss doesn't list sexual selection and sexual competition as a possible cause of brain expansion. Geoffrey Miller in The Mating Mind becomes a compelling case for sexual selection and brain development. I have a feeling that I'm going to actually highlight everything, and I shouldn't. I don't even know if I'm allowed to, from a legal perspective on, since I'm actually redistributing it to some degree. But, well, I'm giving the sources, and the source is everywhere. So, yeah. Behaviorism debunked. Enter evolutionary psychology. Behaviorists believe that the human mind had little or no initiate properties. Well, yes. <laughs> this has sometimes been referred to as tabula rasa or blank slate theory. And in the past decades, Western culture loved this idea. Anthropologists hunted difficult cultures and the more difficult, uh, different they were, the more supposedly they proved there were no inborn adaptions and, they, and the more they were celebrated. See Margaret, Margaret Mead and the Samoa debacle as an example. Even to this day, the Wikipedia top summary entry still mentions no bias, ideology or doubt over the quality of Matt's accounts and it talks about controversy or controversy over Matt versus Friedman without mentioning controversies on Matt's work or Mead's work. I don't know. David Buster says that the tubular rasa theory was based on ideology more than on data and he says if tropical paradises ex existed in other cultures then perhaps our own problems of jealousy conflict and competition were due to yes culture western values or capitalism well however as time went by psychology research and science left little wiggling room for behaviorism and tabula rasa theories evidence started mounting i do actually want to because i don't know what tabula rasa is or tabula rasa however an absence of preconceived ideas or predetermined goals a clean slate the team did not have complete freedom and a tubular rasa from which to work interesting i do wonder where this word is actually coming from but anyway uh, evidence started mounting that the external environment is not the sole determinant of behavior and the humans all share some commonalities and predispositions, starting with Martin Seligman, who example, uh, for example, it became clear that humans can easily learn to develop certain types of fear, like snakes, but it is difficult to make them develop other types of fear, like cars or electrical outlets. Yes, actually. But this is actually quite an interesting thing that he's saying, like, okay, I'm... I th yeah, I'm scared of, of, of snakes, but I'm not really scared of feared, or I'm not fearing cars or whatnot. David Buss says that three forces combined to usher or usher in what's been called the cognitive revolution that eventually supplanted behaviorism as the dominant trend in psychology. Vitaling, violating of the fundamental laws of learning, the study of language with Komsky uh, arguing for universal uh, invariations, across languages and the rise of computer and the information processing metaphor. And we are also going to highlight this one. By the way, just because I'm, I'm talking about language there, I'm just seeing the, the term language there, or the word language there, whatever. I do wonder if... Please stop fucking raining. Um, I do wonder if it, if it could change the way you're living, if it could change your internal culture if you're willing if you're just speaking another language 
I really feel like that it could actually be the case since, for example, if you are just speaking the, the language of uh, people living in Antarctica um, and whatnot, they're having way more fucking names and words for snow and different types of snow than any fucking body else. And I mean, this just shows that language... I mean, either language creates reality since you're basically only naming things and you're just creating reality some kind of because i mean if which is a pretty common topic and a pretty uh i think also difficult topic in uh, um in marketing as well in sales as well since i mean if you're just saying like okay i'm building reality by uh, language or with language then I could also be like saying, okay, different things. Like, okay, you should be buying this because like this is this and this is that and whatnot. And because I'm creating this world, people are going to buy that, which also makes sense to some degree. But um, as I'm just, and now it is raining just a little bit more. Uh. On the other hand, I do have to say that just because I am saying that there is rain doesn't mean that there is rain. You know, I'm just only naming what's already there. So um, if I'm having a word for the rain that's outside there or not, doesn't really matter because the rain is going to still be there on the other hand, which is kind of the flip side of that. So it, it's not going to not be there just because there is no name for it. Kind of. But um, coming back to my initial point, I still wonder and I do wonder if you can, for example, be happier by speaking another language since it just... Um, you know, it evolves other other cultures and other ways of living, you know? I assume, I think, my opinion. Therefore, like, does it change? You know, it would actually be a pretty interesting topic. Maybe we're going to look up some, 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 some things there. Two, uh, do the main general mechanisms even exist? Some evolutionary psychologists believe that on top of our evolved specific mechanisms to deal with our evolutionary problems, we also have domain general mechanisms such as general intelligence and analogical reasoning, concept concept formation and working memory. Uh, For sure, domain-specific mechanisms communicate to each other and are not walled off, so to speak. But while we can be fairly certain about the presence of domain-specific mechanisms, we cannot yet be sure of the main general ones. I don't even know what the fuck they're talking about, but um, it is going to be the end of this episode anyway. What I'm seeing there is that it is going to be a lot of reading here for me and a lot of not speaking, you know, because I'm learning, you know, I'm learning with you in terms of that right now. So it's like, yeah, it's a difficult one, but I'm still going to, I'm still going to highlight it. You know, I'm just going to highlight it. But yeah, um. Thank you for listening and or for watching and I wish you the best health of happiness and all success and also hope that you're going to remind yourself and you're going to be remembered. It basically means your life which is just being a nice person and being remembered as a nice person. Um, three other questions that I'm having for you are why are you here? What are you trying to change? And what is bothering you the most? And these three questions are hopefully going to show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea. But yeah, I'll hopefully see you the next time. So, bye.